Welcome back, humor consumers, to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I'm Catherine, co-host Bestie. Hi, Catherine. Hi. Do you miss me? <laughs> <laughs> what if I said no? no. <laughs> well, okay. I would say you probably lie about other things. Mm-hmm. We yeah, just returned from a 10-day vacation Yeah, that we took together. Yes. With Puffin. With Puffin. Muffin and Pooh, our husbands, yeah. also the sponsors of this podcast. Thank you yeah. guys for doing that. Yeah, we just got back, what, day before yesterday? That's right. And it's good to be home. It uh, was yeah. nice. Uh, it was a real nice trip and vacation. But it was. Yeah. We went a lot of miles. We went from Illinois to Florida, mm-hmm. and then we went further down south into Florida. Driving. Driving. Mm-hmm. We drove in my little car. Catherine and I in the back seat, guys in the front the seat. The whole time. <laughs> they wouldn't let yeah, us drive. They wouldn't. And Catherine had a little Disney Mickey finger that was oh, like, yeah. a, like a magic wand. On a wand. stick. <laughs> she, <sighs> she kept wanting to whack them with it. Mm-hmm. But we did it, and we laughed Yeah, a lot. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah. And I was like, don't don't let me get my finger out. <laughs> Mickey finger, and that I, is. I had my earphones. Oh, yeah. When I needed them, when they were munching on snacks. And gum. <laughs> and Catherine didn't have any. That, you're going to have to bring... And you looked over at me, and you're like, sorry. <laughs> I was like, oops. Like, sure. <laughs> you got to put that on your packing list. I normally always have them with oh, me. girl. But I had switched purses. Oh. And mm-hmm. that was the only thing I hadn't switched <laughs> over. <laughs> but you did it. Yeah. Um, we went, this vacation was a lot of fun. It was partly just vacation, get away, go to the beach. We went to the Emerald Coast. Absolutely beautiful yeah, there. stunning. Fort Walton Beach mm-hmm. on near Destin, Florida mm-hmm. on, on the Gulf side. and Panhandle. Yeah, the Panhandle. Beautiful. The, the beaches are like sand, like sugar. Like sugar, right? Wait, they are yeah. sand. <laughs> they <laughs> are. They literally are sand. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but the sand is like sugar. Exactly. It's so um, clean and, and fresh. White. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's beautiful. It really is. Yeah. And the contrast of the emerald green water is just amazing, and the blue sky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the the water is green, but it's clear, which is why they call it emerald. Yeah, because it's some kind of something to do with the reflection of the algae, but it's not green like in Illinois. In Illinois, you you think green water, and I think the Illinois River. Well, yeah, and you kind of think dark pea soup green. Right, right. It's not not like like that that. at all. It's Caribbean green. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so anyway, that's our little update of what we've been doing. Yes. And now it's back to winter for another. Yeah, we got back and it uh, snowed. Snowed. As soon as we got into central Illinois, I think. Yeah, it started snowing. Yeah, it snowed all night, and we woke up in the morning, and the whole earth was covered. Well, this piatone anyway. Yeah, covered with snow, but Mm -hmm. it will soon melt because um, tonight we are turning our clocks. Yes. Wait, we spring ahead. We spring ahead, fall back. Right. In the fall. Right. Mm -hmm. So this this, uh, podcast is dropping on March 23rd. By then, we'll all be accustomed to the spring ahead thing, but mm-hmm. today is is March, what, 12th? Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, let's jump into our topic. Friends, today we are talking about kitchen hacks. Really fun subject. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I've I, we've done some, I think, challenging ones. Yeah. Difficult, but this one's fun. This one's helpful. Well, they're all helpful, right? 
I think so. Yeah. Um, the takeaways from today's podcast, we've got three takeaways. We try to have three takeaways every time. We're going to help you to save money, mm-hmm. save time, and save food. Yes. All three things should be a win. Mm-hmm. Win, win, win. And then we're also going to put in the show notes uh, links to some really entertaining and helpful clips that we've found, mm-hmm. as well as how-tos. I've got two how-tos. How to cook bacon, very simply. And also how to preserve, um, well, on the video, they call it coriander, but it's also cilantro. So I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. Is that thing, is that plant this known as both? I don't, I think it's something to do with once it's ground down into okay. like a seed-like form. Okay. I, th- I think. Well, I happen to love cilantro. Mm-hmm, some, me too. I've heard that some people either love it or hate it. Like yeah. it just, like it tastes like soap. And I feel like... Men, more often than women, don't like cilantro unless it's really mixed in with a salsa or something like mm-hmm. that. But Well, I love it. I love, I it. love it on avocado toast. Mm. I love it in um, in salsa. Yeah. And so I want to share this hack of how to preserve it so yes. that it doesn't go bad in your refrigerator. Yes. All right. Well, let's start out with your what you have over there, and then we'll go to what I have over here. All right. Well, I have a few. Mm-hmm. One of them, okay, so sometimes I get soup that's way too salty. I have either made it myself too salty accidentally mm-hmm. or I get it too salty. So a good way to counteract that is mm-hmm. to add fresh raw apple slices or potato slices when you're heating it up. And then you just simmer it for about 10 minutes and then discard them and you it brings it back to normal. Speaking of soup, mm-hmm. we had the most amazing soup that my mother-in-law pre- oh, prepared yes. for us yes. because we went to visit her and my father-in-law mm-hmm. in the villages. Shout out to Ron and Claudia yeah. de Graff Hi, Claudia. <laughs> in the villages. And she made the soup that our Aunt Pam put in the family cookbook. I've had this recipe for like 20 years and mm-hmm. I've never made it. And it's so easy. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll link that also. I'm going to put that on the notes to link. It's a it's a clam chowder soup that you do in the crock pot yeah and it's so good it's very good and claudia added her own little um special ingredient to it ingredients yeah she added um like blackened shrimp Mm -hmm. to it which really gave it a a kick and corn yeah and some garlic i think also yeah feel like something else too. yeah well we'll look at the recipe yeah. that she gave us but anyway if you're looking for a delicious soup mm-hmm. that you can just put in your crock pot and you make it in four hours um it's great mm-hmm. and you do it you cook it with the lid off yes we, we were amazed by that yes i was very amazed by that yeah mm-hmm. that, was, that was neat yeah because you that's don't a hack yeah you don't want it to get all drippy i think we yeah soggy. that's what we thought was soupy <laughs> it is soup Anyway, okay. All right. Let next one. Okay. So with the herbs, so in particular, cilantro and parsley, you know, we buy it fresh, like we were just talking mm-hmm. about, and nothing's worse than when it just wilts. So a good way to keep them fresh is trim the stems and place them in a small glass of water. Then place a plastic bag over the top and secure it by tying a plastic or the plastic in a knot or wrapping it with, you know, uh, a rubber band or string or something. Mm-hmm. And then store it in the fridge. And you can keep that for up to two weeks that way. You can also leave it on the counter, but that's a good way to preserve it. Keep it fresh. 
So That's then, similar you, to what you found? No, mine is different. So oh. the, it'll be good to compare okay. and contrast. And maybe, you know, you could even try both methods and see what works better for you. Mm-hmm. Um, the method that I'll share in the show notes is a YouTube video of a gentleman who loves cilantro. Mm-hmm. And he showed two different ways. He did his own experiment. Okay. And one way used aluminum foil. And the other way used just like a Ziploc bag. And in the end, he found that the Ziploc bag was way more effective. So you basically just cut the stems off. You wash the cilantro. You dry it as good as you can with paper towel. Mm. And basically store it in the Ziploc bag, like in a fresh paper towel. You know what I mean? Okay. Like you'll dry it and then throw that one away and then get a fresh paper towel Mm -hmm. and fold it. So you put a little bit of cilantro in and then fold the paper towel and then a little bit more and then fold it. And he he shows this whole method. He puts it into the Ziploc bag, puts it in the refrigerator, and then two weeks later shows you what it looks like. Hmm. Um, So I I would say that it's worth experimenting, especially these days when we all have to save money because we're paying more for every single thing. That's right. You don't want to have to waste. Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of paper towels, that Mm -hmm. reminds me, a kitchen hack I learned a long time ago. Mm -hmm. One way to make your lettuce fresh, stay fresh longer, is to put paper towels in your... If you have like a bag of cut up salad and you Mm -hmm. put it into a bowl... You could put the paper towels on the bottom and the top of the bowl. Or if you just have the head of lettuce or, the head, you know, the whole thing of the romaine lettuce, mm-hmm. you just wrap it with the paper towel and that preserves it. Yeah. Oops. You know, I've, I've had problems in the past, not as much with this particular refrigerator that we have now for some reason, but every once in a while I would have like cucumbers that would freeze. Oh, yeah. It's so discouraging. Mm-hmm. You go to get that cucumber and you're all ready for mm-hmm. it and you can't salvage a frozen no. cucumber. Ooh. And one thing that I've done that mm-hmm. has worked fairly well is I just take a kitchen towel and wrap the cu- whole cucumber up in the towel and like kind of put a coat on it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. And then I put the whole kitchen towel and everything in the drawer. Okay. To per- Like so that the frost doesn't get to it or whatever. I don't know. And you do you ever run into the out of sight, out of mind thing? Like, who? what is in that towel? Oh. Do you forget? Yes. <laughs> but... Well, not too much with a cucumber, but I've I've had that problem with other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Yeah. That's why I said it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, what else? Okay. Uh, if you have tomato sauce that's too acidic, a good way to counter that is to um, add carrots. And that will also give it like a subtle uh, sweetness to your to your sauce. Oh, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. I've heard of people using carrots and sauce to get the vitamins out of the carrots and into the sauce. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's another benefit to right. it. Yeah. Okay. I forgot to say, too, that you should simmer it in there. And if you don't want it, you know, in your sauce, then just take it out when you're done. Yeah. But that'll take away the acid. Okay. Okay. This one I thought was really neat. And this is not uh, something to do with food necessarily. But when you need more space, if you're baking and you need more prep area, get out your ironing board. Oh, or that's or, a great yeah, idea. Yeah. So <laughs> finally something to do with my ironing board. <laughs> Right? right? I haven't used right. it in 20 years. Now, yeah, I thought, and you can also use it as a cooling rack if you take off the cloth. And then typically the top of an ironing board has, um, you know, like not, <gasps> not, not mesh. That's genius. But right. Of course, you have to sweep the floor afterward. But <laughs> you know yeah. when that would come in real handy is if you're baking Christmas cookies. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You have to use that Isn't one. That neat? Just yeah. a quick island. 
Yeah. Uh, or cooling rack for love extra it. space. Yeah. I loved that one. And I did this one I thought was neat too, worth mm-hmm. mentioning. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have a head of lettuce and you need to chop it up, you know, like for chopped salad, take a glass, a drinking glass, and take the edge of it and just, just kind of chop away at the lettuce and it just comes perfectly shredded lettuce really yeah Mm -hmm. a drinking glass a drinking glass and you just kind of go on the side of the the head of lettuce Uh and it just starts to come apart and works real well have you tried it personally or you just saw it Uh, i just saw it (laughs) (laughs) because Catherine didn't do her research but here's Uh the thing i was thinking well doing that with a knife is just as easy but it's a hack, meaning like maybe you're somewhere where you don't have a knife. Okay. And, or you, right. from, you know. Right. So I, thought, I just thought it was neat because yeah. it looked good. Okay. Yeah. And I do have a couple tips. Okay. This is something maybe the listeners have known this all along. I didn't know this till recently. You cannot store your onions and your potatoes together. I didn't know that. Yeah, so apparently an onion emits, it produces and emits, emits gas, <laughs> a gas. Yes, ethylene gas, Ooh. which sounds really bad. <laughs> or and, good, depending. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. And that speeds up ripening, the ripening process on the potatoes, and then they can rot faster and decay. Oh, wow. Good tip. Yeah. But you can store your garlic next to your onions. That's not going to be a problem. Okay. And I've also heard that you're not supposed to store onions or potatoes in the refrigerator. However, I do that. I do put my onions and my potatoes in the refrigerator because you mentioned earlier, out of sight, out of mind. One time when I was living with my my very first apartment roommates before mm-hmm. I got married, mm-hmm. Patty and Martha, we rented, uh, the three of us rented a little apartment in Joliet, and there was this smell in the apartment. Oh, no. Oh, it was horrible. Oh, we, we a bad were, potato? Oh, not just a bad potato, Ooh. a bad bag of potatoes. Oh, yeah. And I had put it in this drawer thinking, I'm going to, I'm going to make potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> and pretty soon, we're. We're looking everywhere for this smell, and we're convinced there's a dead body oh, in this yeah. apartment. They Someone smell... was killed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they smell so bad. Yeah, so don't do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw that you store your potatoes in the refrigerator. Yeah. I saw that a while ago, so I started doing it. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Whoops. Well, now <laughs> you're not supposed to do that, I guess, because they need to be in a cool, dark place, like a cardboard box. Well, my refrigerator out. is cool and dark. Dry. Oh, dry. 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 I forgot to say dry as yeah. well. So anyway, when you were at the apartment mm-hmm. and they were out of sight, where were they? In a drawer. Oh, in a drawer. This Did was you say an that? old oh. building. It was in the cathedral area. <laughs> What'd you do? I just spit because I laughed. <laughs> oh, jeez. Because I'm picturing oh, you. Oh, it's horrible. Sticking them in. In the drawer. Yes. And you guys all like, who died? And I, all of a sudden, it's hitting me. It's very funny. It, it was hilarious. And the really funny part about it was, uh, you know me, Catherine. I do. That's why I'm laughing. I'm not a cook. I never was a cook. Why did I even buy a bag of potatoes? What am I going to do with it? Because you're a contributor and you wanted to contribute. Well, whatever. But, you know, they didn't call me Spacey Tracy for oh, nothing. So funny. I forgot almost instantaneous. Uh-huh. Like, oh. Gosh. I'm going to have to clean this microphone. 
Well, you're the only one that uses it, so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. That mm. was fun. Yeah, that was right. real fun. What else? Uh, that's it, really. That's all you got? Yeah, I thought I'd leave some for you. Oh, yay. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. I have nine little hacks okay. to share. And this didn't come from any particular, like, website or um, link. Uh-oh. Yeah, these are... Is it legit? Yes, it's legit. Okay. Combined, Catherine, the two of us have been in the kitchen for more than 60 years. This is true. So I've learned something in yes. that period of time. Yes. Like, don't hide your potatoes. Right. Mm-hmm. I've learned what not to do. That's right. You have. I've had fires in my oven. I've learned what not to do there. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never fill it to the top. <laughs> Especially when butter is like the main oh, ingredient no. and it's Thanksgiving and it overflows and pretty soon you've got smoke and fire mm. on your Thanksgiving turkey. Yeah, not good. Uh-uh. Especially after all day and all night of chopping the onions, chopping the celery, getting it ready. Maybe a good hack would be to have a fire extinguisher in your kitchen that's constantly updated. That would be a good hack. However, we had a fire extinguisher in our kitchen when we had the fire but I refuse to let anyone put the fire out because I said it would ruin the turkey. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because I, I made a commitment to that turkey. Oh, man. I reached in with the hot pads on my hands <gasps> to save the turkey. Oh. And, and then the fire just kind of dwindled because yeah. the butter situation was resolved. Did anyone want that turkey? Well, After that? I don't remember. I didn't care. I was like, <laughs> you're eating it. <laughs> I saved it. You're eating it. Risk my life for you people. Mm-hmm. All right. So what you got? Oh, wait. Before we go to this list of nine things, mm-hmm. I want to ask you. Uh-oh. Okay. It's a little quiz. How many minutes per day do you think the average person spends in the kitchen Ooh, good doing question. prep? Doing prep only? Well, prep and prep. Clean, prep, clean up and eating, whatever. How many minutes a day? I would say an hour and a half. Well, you're pretty close. Okay. Okay. Back in 1965, when I was born, mm-hmm. it was two hours a day that women would spend preparing, feeding the family, mm-hmm. and cleaning up. Wow. I would have thought longer back then. Well, yeah. But mm-hmm. that's according to who knows who. Mm-hmm. I mean, some study. Now it's it's less than that. It's 51 minutes a day okay. for women. And then they also um, had men at 22 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And they said most of their time is spent eating, not doing those stuff. Yeah. And then if you're 18 and older, so like that, you know, average, yeah. like pre-adult person, mm-hmm. uh, 37 minutes hmm. per day. Wow. Yeah. And it equates to about 18 years in the kitchen. So gals. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Catherine's eyes just crossed. Oh. 18 years. So we got to learn how to enjoy it. Right? Yeah. All right. So let me share with you these nine hacks that will hopefully save you some time, some food, and some money. Here's my first hack. Okay. Start with a clean kitchen. Okay. That's a hack? It is. How is that a hack? This is how it's a hack. Because oftentimes, if you if your kitchen is not clean and you're going in there to try to make a meal, mm-hmm. it's confusing. It takes more time. There's not enough room. Start with a clean kitchen. Okay. You know, just get the dishes out of the way, get the countertops um, cleaned off, and just start, before you even start making your meal, hmm. start with a clean kitchen. Okay. Um, okay. Second one. Read the whole recipe. Oh, that would be helpful. Start. Yeah, these are good tips, I'd say. 
Well, it's the same thing as a hack. Oh. Tip, hack. Basically what it means, we're, we're, we're trying to save people time, money, mm. and food. Mm. Reading the whole recipe before you start throwing stuff together, mm-hmm. that can really save you time, money, and food. Yes. Because yes, if you ruin sure. it, what did you ruin? We talked about it on another podcast. You ruined something. Oh, I, yes. I put in, I thought when it said put in a clove of garlic, <laughs> yeah. that the clo- the bulb was the clove. But, so she so put in a I, whole bulb of garlic. in lasagna or something, you know, like that. I think it was lasagna. Yeah. And the point is you had to peel every yeah. one of those Gosh. cloves. Yes. Weren't you thinking, oh my gosh, this is intense. Yes, and I didn't have any of those funky tools that you can get, you know, <laughs> you we were just it all by married. <laughs> yes. By the way, I saw a real cool hack for that, too, for peeling garlic quickly. What is it? Uh, just put it into water, and then um, the peel, or rather the layers just come off pretty easily. Yeah. And then put them uh, into a Ziploc bag, take a meat tenderizer thing, mm. and smash it up, and... Hmm. Yeah, I've got the I've got a garlic thing coming up in in just a minute. Another mm-hmm. idea for that too. Okay, my third out of the nine little tips hacks mm-hmm. is to mise mise It's French mise I think it's pronounced mes ou play or something like that. So forgive me if I am totally butchering. <laughs> The way to say it in French. But basically, the meaning behind that mezuple mm-hmm. is to get all of your ingredients measured out and in place before you start to, to follow the recipe. Okay. And so you would have like small dishes, you know, like a small bowl mm-hmm. to hold your garlic. Yeah. Or your baking soda yeah. or your, you know. Your ingredients. Right. Mm-hmm. And then line it up in order of appearance in the big show. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Read your whole recipe and then begin. I actually do that. Do you? I, yeah. I like to have it all ready. Mm-hmm. I love doing that because I like to, well, as you know, I can get distracted. We all can. We can, but mm-hmm. I can even more so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I also, I like to kind of multitask when I'm cooking. I like to listen to things, you know, like to learn mm-hmm. certain things. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. But so if I'm if I'm all organized and I know what I'm doing, then I can listen while I'm also cooking. Yes. And then it doesn't make those 18 years seem like a prison sentence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I right. am sentencing you to 18 years in the kitchen. Uh. All right. Um, number four, you know that I do this one and you do it as well. And that is to use a half cup measure. Yes. For your coffee. coffee. Yeah. Instead of doing the little scoop. Measurement, right. So, so the little, um, coffee measurement thing is I think a tablespoon or something. It, mm-hmm. And I, one day, many years ago, I realized that three of those coffee scoops equals a half a cup. Yeah. And I thought, why am I doing this one, two, three? I Mm -hmm. never change it. I never make half a pot, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. And that is for a full 12 cup pot of coffee. And there really should be no other type of coffee (laughs) except a full pot. Uh And I don't know. That's a really great tip because if you make coffee every single morning or whatever or Mm -hmm. more than once a day or whatever... Just measure out whatever your measurement is mm-hmm. and figure and get yourself a little thing that scoops that much. Yeah. Kenny and I, we had to get extra measuring cups because I left ours permanently in I, our I coffee do the same thing. jar. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I do the same thing. And um, you can pick up those 
at, you know, any kind uh-huh. of a retailer, or you could even get them at Goodwill. They have a lot of that kind of stuff there. And that way you're saving yourself time. Yes. Doesn't necessarily save money, but it saves time. All right. Number five, the fruit and veggie containers from Tupperware. Yes. Okay. I recently got these. Mm-hmm. I purchased them from um, some uh, Tupperware person here yeah. in town. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of skeptical at first because mm-hmm. I thought they're kind of pricey mm-hmm. to house fruits and vegetables. Yeah. Because they have this little system on there of venting. Yes. And according to whatever you're putting inside, that's how you push the vent. And right. it, it, it has a picture, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> on the front. And I've been working on my health journey, um, working on getting more fruits and vegetables fresh fruits and vegetables into me mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. Well, when I buy them, if they go bad in the refrigerator, then that's bad. Yeah. This container system really works and it does, um, it prolongs the death of your produce. Let's put it that way. Okay. I have the same ones that yeah. you have. And I swear that when you put grapes in there, they come out crispy or crunchy yes i agree when i put them in that's crazy oh my goodness i love them it's a special it's not just a regular tupperware bowl it's specific it's like for you said, fruits and vegetables right the one with the vent thing yeah so as long as you follow those directions uh gosh they do last a lot longer yeah and you can go ahead like i i went to the grocery store um today and you know when i come home i rinsed off all my berries and i put them in the berry dish Mm -hmm. and i vented it for berries Mm -hmm. or whatever it's had to do put it in the fridge and those berries will last and it's a good thing because one little box of berries is like five or six bucks now yeah so now i gotta decide can i buy gas or can i buy berries (laughs) right right oh i i have another tip to add to that Mm -hmm. i had one of those tupperware containers years ago Mm -hmm. with the venting thing Mm -hmm. and it had ridges on the bottom but my family kept taking it and using it to reheat food in it. Mm. So they scorched them. Mm. So I can't stand scorched Tupperware <laughs> and <laughs> things like that. So I threw them out. So here's my tip. Mm-hmm. Put something on there if you have others in your household that may use it to heat food up. And just put like a big warning sign. You know, like I'll cut your finger off <laughs> if you... <laughs> You'll get the Mickey stick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, that that's just really good um, information for, for those of us who are working on getting more fresh produce into your diet. Mm-hmm. This is a great way to do it because you want to have that produce uh, readily available for you, but you don't want it to go bad. So use those systems. All right. Number six out of nine. This is the one about the garlic. Mm. Use pre-peeled fresh garlic or... The Pampered Chef Garlic Press, because Mm -hmm. you do not have to peel that. So there's a tool from Mm. Pampered Chef. I've had mine for probably 20 years. Mm. And you just put the unpeeled garlic into the press and you smash it. Mm -hmm. It's kind of hard to do. It takes a lot of... Yeah. uh, Yeah. And you smash it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, with your baby doll hands, you won't be able to do it. And the the guts of the garlic clove come out of the little holes, but it leaves behind then the peel. You don't have to peel it. Mm-hmm. The peel part stays inside. Um, or just using the pre-peeled fresh garlic. I, I did watch this, that certain chefs say that's a really 
legit way to um to go ahead and still have garlic you know in your dishes Mm -hmm. these people were kind of garlic snobs and they said not to not to get the ones in the jar but i always have that i have it just in case if i'm super in a hurry yeah it's probably not as good but it's It's, doable there there is a difference for sure yeah there definitely yeah here's a hack too have toothpicks if you have one of those press things that Mm -hmm. tracy was just talking about have toothpicks so that you could poke through the little holes where the because the garlic gets sticky and stuck in those things yeah and really good garlic is in there so it drives me crazy i just poke through yeah i just use a knife and scrape it and whatever doesn't come out (laughs) just goes away yeah i know (laughs) i've seen you i know (laughs) I just don't care. I'm just going to say another thing with the garlic. If you are peeling it, earlier I mentioned that if you put it in water, I forgot to say a little uh, Coke cap, like to the glass bottles. Mm -hmm. If you take the edge of that and just run it alongside the garlic clove, Mm -hmm. uh, that uh, is a really good way to peel that stuff off too. Hmm. And also to kind of slice it. (laughs) That sounds like a lot of work. First, I got to find a Coke cap. Well, yeah. Okay. That's if you don't have the tools. Oh, That's right. That's why it's a hack. Okay. Here we go. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, number seven, bake your bacon. Mm-hmm. Bake it in the oven. Yeah. Why do you think they call it bacon? Because you can bake uh, it. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to share a link in the show notes mm-hmm. of exactly how to do it and I've, I do it this way because it's easier. I used to do it that way, and I got away from it for some reason. Well, Ron doesn't do it that way when he makes bacon. Yeah. He likes to like to manage it in a pan. Yeah, I've seen him. Mm-hmm. But I prefer to just lay it out on the tray to go in the oven and then set the timer and like, ta-da, mm-hmm. done. I don't like to stand there and flip it around. Right. <laughs> Because it's a sentence, right? Yes, I've, I've got other things to do. Only it's, you don't have a warden in that sentence, in that jail, kitchen mm, jail. Yeah. Well, we're trying to free you, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. whoever's listening. Um, and in this bacon link, this link to the baked bacon that mm-hmm. I'm going to share, mm-hmm. they show two different methods depending on what type of tools you have. Because you need a tray, uh, like a cookie sheet that has sides. Yeah. And then they they have you line it with foil and then you put a little grate or like some kind of a thing so that the bacon can sit on top of it and the grease goes into the tray. Hmm. But if you don't have those little grates or whatever they're called, Mm -hmm. you can just take your foil and crumple it up so that it creates like little mountains and that becomes your tray. Oh, that's a great Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Number eight. Wrap sensitive veggies like romaine in a kitchen towel to keep them from freezing. Yeah. And we talked about that with the cucumber. Mm -hmm. But I just look at it like putting a winter coat on my sensitive veggies. Like, oh, honey, you cold. (laughs) Yeah. And um, you can use a kitchen towel. You can use, you could probably actually use um, a regular terry cloth towel from like the bathroom too. Mm -hmm. Like a small towel. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Washcloth. Yes, anything, anything to wrap it so that it's insulated. That's mm-hmm. that's my theory is you're trying to insulate it from the cold. Mm-hmm. It can't handle it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a Midwesterner who moves to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, you grew up in the Midwest oh, right. and you get down in Florida and if it's under 70, they're like, oh, we're so sorry. Mm-hmm. It's so cold down here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God. Funny. All right. Uh, last one, the cilantro. Yeah. 
store cilantro in the fridge wrapped in paper towel and the Ziploc bag. Mm -hmm. So I kind of mentioned that earlier on. I'll have the link to the video of the gentleman who really liked cilantro. Mm -hmm. And you basically, it's a process where you just snip snip off the stems. You've cleaned the cilantro. You've dried it to the best of your ability. And then you wrap it in the paper towel, store it in a Ziploc bag, and it lasts for a couple weeks. Yeah. I think that way and the other way sounds real easy Mm -hmm. as well. Just put it in a little jar or a little glass and put the bag over it done i've been guilty of um okay i've i've not been a very good planner when it comes to meal prep i haven't i haven't Mm -hmm. and we did an episode and that's our call to action that's right for ourselves as well as for our listeners Mm -hmm. is to go back to episode number 10 Mm -hmm. it's called uh it's called meal planning doesn't have to suck Suck. (laughs) (laughs) And it is a good, it's a good episode. I'm, I'm going to re-listen to it. Yeah. Because I have not been a very good planner. And so what I was going to say about the cilantro is I can't tell you how many times I've purchased cilantro, mm. put it in the fridge, mm-hmm. and then it it just sits there. Yeah. And it's all in the package and it's all the sides are touching and I don't know what happens, <laughs> but the leaves turn black. Yes. And then it gets a little slime on yes. it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You can't remove that stuff. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, I wonder if there is a hack for like zucchini and squash. I'll buy it and put it in the the crisper with the low humidity or whatever you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And just, I swear, it's like two days later and they're wrinkly and soft. And Well, that's another thing with this Tupperware system with the... um, the vegetable and fruit system that they sell. Yeah. You can buy big things like that. Like I use mine for, I chop up all my lettuce stuff, you yeah. know, and all the vegetables that I want in my salad. And mm-hmm. then I just pick from that for for a week and okay. then I replace it. But you can take your zucchini and squash and put it in there mm. and keep the lid on mm-hmm. and it's supposed to help. Well, yeah, maybe I might have to do that. It's kind of irritating though, because the refrigerator that we bought that's supposed to, you know, those pull right. out drawers. They're, they're supposed, supposed to do the to, trick. Yeah. Well, maybe Tupperware so, should make a fridge. Oh, yeah. that'd be good. Mm-hmm. Hey, I have one more hack. What else? Uh, never cut your onion and store it or save it. It soaks up bacteria and germs. You know, I do it all the time. Yeah. But I, when, you know, we were preparing for this episode, I did find that. And then I recalled, oh, yeah, I've heard that before. I have too. Yeah. But it's so tempting because if you have a big old onion and you're only using half of it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe try to do this. This might be a great way to, to solve that. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and chop it up and throw it in the freezer onion like chop the whole onion use what you need Mm. for whatever you're doing like Mm -hmm. let's say you're serving chicago style hot dogs and you want to have fresh onions on them Mm -hmm. but you have this whole other half of an onion that's still left over don't put it in the refrigerator chop it up throw it in the freezer and then the next time you make chili you can just throw it into the chili yeah because the bacteria is not going to grow in the freezer no no i wonder if this said to throw it out. I don't know why it didn't say to save it. I know some foods, like, they'll get more moisture somehow. In, well, know, the- that's why I suggest using it for chili then. Or if yeah. you want if you want to cook it right away, um, you could 
brown it or cook it with some browned ground beef mm-hmm. to yeah. get get the flavor out of it and get it into the beef and then you could throw that in the freezer yeah you know and we do we need to be mindful of these things so that For, we can be as as um frugal yeah, as possible that's exactly right mm. all right uh anything else over there Catherine? no that's it all that right was fun well, it was fun. Hey, I know yeah. that you had mentioned that you were going to share when, mm-hmm. you know, when we first started talking about this, how to cut a pepper. Like, what's the best way to cut a pepper? Didn't oh, you? yes. Okay, I forgot about that. Well, I don't know if it's the best way. It's the way I do it. Okay. So a bell pepper, mm-hmm. whether it's green, yeah. red, yellow. yellow, orange, whatever. Holding it straight up. Okay. Of course, clean it first. And yeah. then hold it straight up. Instead of cutting the top off first. Mm-hmm. Just cut along where the, I don't know what to call them, like the tendons are or where or the creases are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So basically you're shearing off that, that um, ligaments or whatever they are, <laughs> like the fleshy yes. stuff that you don't want to eat. Okay. So you can shear it mm-hmm. in like four chops. Okay. Unless you get one that's, you know. Yeah, that you get the <laughs> deformed ones. Right. And that way you're basically using the whole pepper but it's so quick yeah you don't have to cut it and then remove those fleshy whatever they are hmm. well yeah. that's good yeah see i come up with some yeah. once in a while all right what's our scripture first? our scripture is first corinthians ten thirty one. okay hold on i should have got this before we started but i forgot actually i had it on my phone but i didn't have it on the computer all right we close all of our podcasts with some spiritual encouragement mm-hmm. because that's what life is all about. And if we're going to spend 18 years in the kitchen, mm-hmm. we got we to have we a gotta, reason. Yeah. All right? right. So this scripture we thought was appropriate. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31. It says, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Amen. Awesome. Yeah. And, you know, I've been there, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, if you're doing food prep, I've been there where it's just a drudgery, you know, and having a big family like we do and Mm -hmm. did. Now we're empty nesters and I can't stop smiling about the fact that we Mm -hmm. only have two people to cook for now. But we cooked for seven seven people every single day. We had to figure something out. Right. Can be, get to be a lot. Yeah, and, and you know, if you're working, you're coming mm. home from work, and then mm-hmm. you've got to quick throw something on. Just yeah, yeah. Trying to remember that scripture. Yeah, mine. Yeah, All do it with glory. a hap- happy heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this has been great fun. You've been listening to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm still comedian Tracy DeGraff. I'm still Catherine. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>